This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and the ESPN app. Go to the ESPN app. Go to the Listen Live function and take us with you wherever you go. You can hear us live on the ESPN app. Be a part of Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Call us at 888-SAY-ESPN. It's 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of a nice cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. And by the way, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Good morning, Key. Good morning, Jay. What up, baby? What's happening there, Maxer and Jason? Key? Just waiting for one day the NFL to deliver some uh, drama and, and excitement. Good day for small quarterbacks yesterday. <laughs> another, it's another Little great quarterback. Weekend. Yeah, that's true. Good that's day. True. Good day. It was, it was yeah, a good Kyler day. Kyler Murray, two. Well, all three day. of your guys won. Yeah. Who are his three guys? Who are the three? He said small, Russell, Kyler, and Tua. Mm. You know, Jay liked those guys, so, yeah. you know, yeah. he loves them. Actually, you think Russ played like great? I don't know if Russ played great. Russ didn't play great. I think Tua now, played great. I think now that, they, that he can get past the queen because, you know, the ceremony was oh, today geez. and everything, Man, I think on. he can oh, put that behind him, and Kyler, I think he could start concentrating on, on football. <laughs> Kyler played great <laughs> in the second half. Yeah. Second half he played great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That dime yeah. he had to close out the game. Damn. I, he deserves ball, credit man. without DeAndre Hopkins, right? Yeah, he should. Yeah, Tyler. But the Raiders, come on, man. They some teams just no matter what they are, what they are. You, you're supposed to come on now. The, the ball at the back of the end zone, AJ Green, the damn defenders right there. Put your hands up, son. Put your hands up. That's, That's all you got to do. And on top of that, Renfro, hold on to the ball. Yeah, you're in traffic, man. That turnover in overtime that hurt. This what is are you doing? this is why what Joe Burrow did last year was so amazing. When you play for a snake bit franchise and you somehow get them out of it even for a year. Like, look what happened to the Browns yesterday. The fact that that was the Browns, you're like, yeah. What happened to the Chargers yeah. against the Chiefs? Even though the Chargers are loaded, but that one play, no, key, n- nothing good ever happens for them, right? There's some franchise like that. And the Chargers are yeah, the Raiders just, you, you're not supposed to let Kyler Murray in the, you know, in the late fourth quarter, not even the second half, the late fourth quarter, continue to move around. Scra- like, the dude was running around like a video damn game. I felt like I had the controls of a video game, and I was just going. And he was just running around in circles, pulled it down, and walked in the end zone. I mean, like he held the ball for about 14 seconds. That's it's not the supposed old to Michael, happen. It's the old Madden Michael Vick. Run it or throw it. What am I going to do? You don't know. What am I going to run it or throw it, right? And it, somehow it works every time. That's, that's why you, uh, you push for him to do all of his uh, game training through simulations on video games because the dude is a living video game. He's a living, He's a living video like, game. Look at this. This is not, this is, this is not even real. How are you supposed man. to be just, doing this? Just moving, moving. There's no way he's supposed to be doing this. At least, it, it, key, that's at least 10 seconds right there. That it just makes no sense. Did he takes off? It scores. You know when you I'm see, like, come on, man. When you see this, the fact that like there's, that's the hard stuff, right? The easy stuff should be being mature and being a leader and all the stuff he's criticized for. But for him, that's the hard stuff, and this is the easy stuff, or maybe not easy. I mean, but he the could two do it. the two point conversion pass. Can you talk about a dime? You talk yeah. about a bullet. I mean, that thing grazed somebody's hand. 
AJ Green, Green caught on to it. I mean, I didn't think he held on to it barely. He throws a beautiful man, ball, man. Special. I've put seen Key. Up. I've seen Key watch and be like, well, put your yes. hands up. All you got to do is put your hands up. Put your man. hands up. You, you bat it down. You pick it. You stand there watching it go by you. It's just, oh well, he deserved a W. He got it. He, he, hey guys, all all off season. What are they going to do with Jimmy G? What are they going to do with Jimmy G? All off season, it seemed to me like the whole world's divided into two camps. The larger camp, and I was a part. We were all a part of that. Is you keep Jimmy G because why would you let a good quarterback out the door, right? They were like, oh, but he's going to cast a shadow, and it needs to be Trey Lance's team. And yeah, but what if Trey Lance isn't good yet, right? Like what? If, well, no, he's, we got to move him. Couldn't find any takers for him. I guess the league doesn't like winning quarterbacks who win all the time and make deep playoff runs. Shoulder surgery, the whole thing. So he's on the team. He's like back on the team by accident. But Trey Lance goes down. Jimmy G takes over. Did they look better or worse? Like, are the Niners now better positioned to they compete for the NFC West? They look better to me. But better, right? <laughs> they did. They look better. It looked, better it looked clean and flawless. It, it, you know what I'm saying? It just looked better. It looked like everything was not all herky-jerky. It was like just... It was cool. It was calm. It was, we're going to play and we're going to do what we need to do. Imagine if they would have gotten rid of him, though. Just imagine if they would decided to say, you know what, Jimmy, thank you, goodbye. We, But they were smart enough after watching Trey Lance enough to go, you know what, we're not going to cut this dude, man. Let's just bring Jimmy G back. It just seemed like they were more confident. They They believed – and Jimmy G differently than they believed in Trey Lance. That might be true. But you can see that even in when he got the QB sneak for the TD, right? The way they celebrated him, it was like not only were the cards stacked against you here with management and our coaching staff to a degree wanting to move on, but here you are not missing a beat, like literally not missing a beat. And this is an offense still without George Kittle. Yeah, like I think the highest high for them. You're looking at okay, the NFC is open. Who helps you in the blocking that. game Come like on, crazy? Man. Helps you in the passing game. I mean, by the way, Jimmy G has always done this. He reads the defense quick, gets the ball out quick, right? Like so, and they've made deep runs with him. Key, what Jay is saying suggests to me that they don't think he was just along for the ride, right? Like there's some quarterbacks where I'm sure teams are like, yeah, we carried him and whatever, but. Anytime that it was anyone other than Jimmy G, including Trey Lance, they lose. They lose almost all their games yeah, that he doesn't start. But the players are the ones. Management and coaches, they got their own minds. They, they, they just do. They think differently about certain situations. Players that's on the field, they know what the deal is, right? They know that the defense, the running game, all helped the 49ers get to where they were in the past, and Jimmy G was a part of that. But they also know as players that we've been practicing with Trey Lance and we had Trey Lance and it wasn't going the way we wanted it to go. We'd rather deal with Jimmy G and have Jimmy G. Just so happened, Trey Lance gets hurt out for the season. Jimmy G's sitting there on the sideline. So now they can go back to what they're accustomed to, which is a guy who knows exactly what to do and go out there and put in, you know, get out of there and help him get a win, put in his work and help him get a W. And everybody's happy, and kumbaya, and we're celebrating. You know, one thing I'll say about Belichick after I'm like, well, after Brady's not there, he's no longer the undisputed greatest coach of all time, and this and that. Meantime, the one guy he wanted to take over from Brady, his plan was this guy's going to be the successor, is Jimmy Garoppolo. And whatever you want to say about Garoppolo, 
no one other than Brady and Mahomes has made as many deep playoff runs in recent years, right? Like, other than the two best guys in the universe, this dude takes them farther or, is, you know, helps them get farther than anyone. Here's Jimmy Garoppolo at the postgame presser asked about Trey Lance's injury. I feel terrible for Trey. Uh, I've been on that side of it. This league is tough and, you know, everyone has their share of injuries, but that, that sucks for him and I feel bad for him, but he's our brother and, you know, we'll pick him up. I saw him for a quick second after, uh, just wishing him well. Like I said, I, I've been there. I'd come full circle in this thing, and it's just it's tough whenever you see a guy get hurt. You feel for him, but Trey's a tough dude. He'll, he'll be all right. Man, yeah, I, he'll be all right. I, <laughs> I feel real, feel bad for him. You know, I saw him afterwards. Yeah, he'll be fine. It was one of our brothers, yeah. I mean, now if you're Good Kyle Shanahan, Trey. you just go right back to the old playbook. I mean, it's, it's all there. You go right back to what it used to be. And Jimmy G, now, perfect scenario, one-year deal. With the team ready to prove it, okay. You know what's amazing, Jay? Okay. By accident, they're stumbling into the correct position. Trey Lance was an upside project over several years. They tried to rush it after one year. They had Jimmy G, perfect bridge quarterback at least, to, to see what you got in Trey Lance. They wanted to get rid of Jimmy G, soldier surgery, no takers, so he's back on the team. Now they have the right succession plan. Trey Lance got another year to observe, get wiser, know stuff better. Like, they stumbled into the perfect situation. Are the Niners better positioned? Yeah, looks like they are. Now, here's another question. Absolutely they are. Here's another question, Key. Has Tua Tagovailoa already silenced his doubters this season? Key was not exactly a believer. But first. Still not a believer. Well, see, you're not supposed to give that. What? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn uh, J. Willemax on ESPN Radio. A <laughs> bunch of kids on this show, man. I swear. No, we're hey. not. We're not kids. Why are we kids? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. Not at all, Key. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Hey, uh, Mike in Maryland got something to say to you, Key. Get him, Mike. What's up, Mike? Get him, Mike. I, hey, Key. Hey, what's I, up, buddy? I watch your show every single day from 6 to 9. Oh, well, and, guess what? Eight. Hey, Sorry. We'll be, and, we'll, uh, Hey, I remember Mike. you last week crowing about your boy, famous Jameis, <laughs> and uh, we saw as your your uh, coach Bill Parcells says you are what your record says you are. They're well, one with this one. Jameis Winston, they're one and you, one. He is what he does. He is his behavior. He's still the crab leg stealing, table standing, <laughs> thirty interception throwing, yeah, immature Mike. quarterback. We always knew he was. Yeah, well, and he, he, he also certainly... happened to ran into a defense that's going to beat the 85 Bears 
in points per game, and yes, I'm a Bucks fan. To be fair, the crab legs back then, man, these well, players well, were starving. All, <laughs> first, first of all, he didn't steal the crab legs. His friend gave them to him. Yeah, and also, so, stop yeah. it, everybody. Come on. He, they're one and uh, one. He threw three picks. He, he, he threw three picks. They're one and one. Big deal. They're one and one. They're one and one. What about the fact that he threw three interceptions? They're one and one. They were bad. Not, they're, though, they're one and one. The Bucks finally beat them after seven games in the regular season. They finally beat them. Yeah, now but, y'all want to jump up but, and down on the table? But that's stop not, it. That's not it. Though. Stop it. It's not it. We're talking. Jameis Winston coming back first year under the reins. All that doesn't matter to him. This is what you have to ask. Key. Through the nepotism lens, how many extra wins does the nepotism lens give you for the for the Saints? Because you are not win, objective. They're going to win. They're going to win ten games. Okay, so how 10, many? Eleven games. If you, if your nephew wasn't on the team, how many wins would they have? They'd probably be eight. All right, I that's would say. so. I'm going to say he is really telling you everybody eight. they're they're an eight nine win team. That's you what know. he's saying. His yep. nephew there plays for the Saints. Of no, course, no, he's going to look at the glass half full. No, no, no. They had one game. One game. No, but I mean, Key, are you objective about the Saints? They lost one game. He had three interceptions. He paid bad. Big deal. Key, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that what you don't make good points about them. It's possible Jameis does all the things you talk about. But and they play without Alvin Kamara. Are y'all out of y'all damn mind? I agree with that. But are you objective Stop. about the Saints? That's what people want to know. Am I what? Objective about them. I'm very objective, very objective about it. I objected, but I'm not. I but I'm not stupid objective. either to think after one game, I'm getting ready to throw the quarterback in the nobody, trash. Nobody, I don't doing. do. That's yeah. a Jay Will thing. I'm no. not a bandwagoner. No. Well, first off, why why do I own so much real estate in your head? I'm not a bandwagoner. All we're saying is it was a bad Back game by Jameis. That's not- from your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio or watch on ESPN Two. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Unsportsmanlike. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. To a shotgun. Back to throw. Looking, looking, looking. Steps up. Fires. Touchdown. Again. It's Waddle. Touchdown. 
second half we came in and, and played the way, way we wanted to. That's what I'd say about that. His sixth touchdown sixth pass touchdown of the, of the day. Follow the haters out there, man, who's saying Tua can't do this, can't be that. I really hope you soon jump on jump on his bandwagon, man. The Miami Dolphins. How about that? And, and they beat the Ravens 42 to 38. What a football game. Tua going to need a real battle after the season. The tote his money, his boatload of money. Sean J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. By the way, we're also now on ESPNU. You can listen to KJM on your smart speaker. Just say play ESPN Radio. But the ESPN app has a listen live feature. I mean, you go to that on the upper right-hand side, and all I'm telling you is it's a great way to listen to the show. Take us with you. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. So here's the question. You can hate me now. But I won't stop now. What stood Tell out this weekend? Key. Because, Jay, Ooh. some of those receivers had to wait for that ball from Tua. And, you know, if they do that, they only count the touchdown for five points. You can't give them the <laughs> – <Yeah. laughs> what, what stood out to you this weekend, Biggest Jay? takeaway for me, just the play of Tua, man. It, it was his best game. I mean, down 21 points in the fourth quarter alone, 13 of 17, 199 yards, four touchdowns. Four. Crunch now, time. you can get into the coverage – uh, of what Coach Harborough and the Ravens were doing with Tyreek Hill because he was butt naked open multiple times. But just the, the leadership and the way it all worked, that, that last stretch where Tua led them down the field, even the, the way Jalen Waddle improvised, this team just deserves credit. Look at the passing yards over the first two weeks. Tua leads it with 1739 passing yards. Like, he's playing well. Now, am I sitting here saying on national TV and radio that he's better than Josh Allen, that he's better than Patrick Mahomes, that he's better than Justin Herbert, Lamar, Lamar Jackson? Jackson yeah. No, I'm not saying that. But what I will give credit to is the way he played yesterday, and the precision is better. Just look at the overall stat line. It's beyond impressive, and I just feel like there is this little thing with Key about smaller quarterbacks and Tua mm. that it automatically goes mm. into, well, he's just not the answer for this team, and yet they're 2-0. So we just came up a call about Jameis Winston, and they'll be fine. And, you know, it was one game. I'm like, You'll okay. take Tua over Jameis. Right now, yes. Yeah. How about you, Key? What, what, is, it that, what is it that I feel about small? I, I heard Jay say something about I feel like key and small, but I didn't hear the rest because it was just background noise. <laughs> <laughs> really, to be honest with you, Tua did a good job. He did a good job. You can't take away when somebody does a good job. You can't take that away from them. But I'm not about to sit up and jump up and down and, and, and act as though the Miami Dolphins didn't try and replace him three different times. I understand that he had 469 yards. I understand he had six touchdowns. I understand he brought them from behind late in the game. But I also understand football, and I know that the Baltimore Ravens didn't do themselves any good by doing some of the things they did late in the game from a defensive standpoint. They blew coverages. On top of that, where was Marlon Humphreys? Was he out on the field? How about Marcus Peters? Was he even on the field? Like, so. They let their foot off the gas on defense. For exactly. Sure. You have to know these things. That's more of a Ravens issue than it was a Dolphins victory. I'm not going to buy into that, Jay, if you want me to. I'm, I'm not, still not going to buy into that. He's giving the Ravens an extra by the way, loss. I, no I, I understand. Just for, and just I understand for, just for that context, you love, key. No, no, I just for context, key. Just for context, key. The two quarterbacks that they tried to replace Tua with 
One has won seven Super Bowls and is considered the greatest quarterback of all time. Doesn't matter. And the other, it does matter. And no, the other one is Deshaun Watson, you who signed the biggest guarantee in Doesn't NFL matter. history. Doesn't matter when when you are when somebody about? is trying it's not to like replace it's Tyra you. Taylor key. It, it, they're trying to if somebody's trying to replace you. It's not like it's Teddy Bridgewater. Some, when somebody's trying to replace you. That's because oh. they don't love you. No, okay. I agree. Different I don't think they love him. I think they like him. Though. Different regime now. Though. No, no, but I think they like him, Key. Like, the, the fact is that one of the guys is the greatest ever. The other guy did get that biggest contract ever. It's not like they were trying to replace him with, to be fair, some of your guys that Jay's bringing up, Jameis Winston or, or – or, uh, uh, Teddy Bridgewater. No, no, I'm thinking of the pit of Teddy Pittsburgh. Teddy Bridgewater's uh, on the uh, team. Mitch or Mitch, Tr- Mitch Trubisky. Those no, are, they're not – why would you want to replace him with Mitch Trubisky? What, what's that? You don't want to do that. Or Jameis. What I mean is formerly high draft picks who, let's no, be Jameis honest, was, are reclamation Jameis projects. Was on a team. Not, you, you're, not, you're picking quarterbacks that have to prove something already a second time around. Key, they're I wanna, not trying to replace him – with those guys, they're trying to replace them with quarterbacks great that they think are better. Yeah, they want yeah. they they have good. They want great. Here's the question, Key. And by the way, for a lot of people, they're redundant with Waddle and and Tyreek Hill. Why did they do it? Well, I mean, apparently, Coach has two dynamic weapons who can coexist. So far, oh, absolutely, they can Don't coexist. Yes, yeah, they got, a lot they got to speed to burn. For. There's no question about it. Key, how about you? That's what stood out to Jay was Tua and the Dolphins. They're two and zero. What stood out to you? I would I would say Cooper Rush. When you looked at this thing with with um, Dak Prescott, we all felt like okay, Dak Prescott initial diagnosis was he was going to be gone for an extended period of time, closer to eight weeks, not four. Um, but as I said, Cooper Rush. If once I learned it was four, if he could just win one game, I gave him one game. I didn't think it was the Cincinnati Bengals he was going to beat, but I gave him Washington. But now he's got one in his back pocket. The Cowboys feel good about it. Obviously, Jerry and company knew more about this situation than anybody out there, so that's why they didn't go try to acquire nobody. They felt good about Cooper Rush. Look, he went, beat the Bengals, a lot of people's Super Bowl team that they thought would go to the Super Bowl, even win the AFC North, and he took care of business. Now he tries to put another one in his back pocket. Two weeks later, their star quarterback will be back, and they'll have a couple victories, and they very well could still win it in the NFC East. They now, very well could still win it. It was an impressive win by the Cowboys. It was. Cooper Rush did everything Key talks about. A quarterback has to do in that situation. Keep it simple. Make the plays. Don't turn the ball over. But Parsons, and the reason I thought the Cowboys' record could be better than some people thought without Dak, is Parsons, in the absence of a dominant quarterback, if you have a game wrecker, if you have a guy who's the best player on the field, even if it, and he's mm-hmm. a, a, you can still win. That's why the, the Giants, going to get to that in a second, got Saquon. These dudes have Parsons, and Parsons is the reason they won the game, right? Like, he is. Yo. He is. I mean, he's pretty good. I wouldn't say he's whew. the reason they won. Oh, he's, geez, he was everywhere. Out of the 15 you know? pressures on Joe Burrow, this 15. dude accounted for 10 of them. Ten, he, he, he by himself, two-thirds. 10 of the 15 pressures on Joe Burrow. And with two sacks. And he almost got there a bunch of other times. So here's what stood out to me the you know, most. Pollard rolled out. It was pretty good, pretty impressive. Yeah, he's everywhere. He, here's, here's what stood out to me the most. Giants are 2-0. and When it mattered most, they gave the ball to Saquon. He didn't have a great game because, just as I feared, without a dynamic wideout, like his best season, Sa- uh, Odell was on the team. you got to honor Odell if you're the defense. Now Saquon can do his thing. There's no one like that on the Giants. Uh, except I'm going to get to that in one second. But in the meantime, even when they keyed in on Saquon, even when everyone knew he was going to get the ball, in that second half, 
they were running the offense through him, and he was picking up six yards on first down. They they weren't facing third and long because Saquon, between the tackles, running downhill, was picking up those kind of yards, being the kind of running back people questioned whether or not he could be. And it looks to me, guys like Kadarius Toney, whatever his attitude is in practice, coaches are going to have to figure that out because he's the one dynamic dude when he got on the field late in the game who did start to change things just with his presence. And Saquon and the Giants are going to need that, I think, if they want to have a winning record this year. Or Kenny Galladay. That would help, too. I think Kadarius got a little more uh, okay. talent, you know? Key, yes, right or wrong, Kadarius like, got more talent? I mean, he's a, he's a different type of receiver. He's, he's a little faster, quicker, a little twitchy. Um, but I, I like Saquon. I thought he did good yesterday. I mean, he, what did he have, about 75 yards on the ground? Another, yeah, something like that. What you, about another 50 in the air, something like that? He had 84 all-purpose yards yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, okay, so you win that, you get 84 yards, everything ain't going to be – one one ninety every week, you know. Yeah, right. The Giants, the Giants won. They got an opportunity. Let's see if they can continue to keep moving in the right direction, you know. So the Saints Super Bowl hopes are still alive. That's they're going right. to be pinned to how well Jameis plays. Can he protect the ball? Absolutely. Can he make the plays? Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn J. Will and Max here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Oh, go to the Listen Live function on the ESPN app. Check that out. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Key Observations is brought to you by GEICO. Switch to GEICO today and see all the ways you could save. Key, what are your key observations in week two? You know, Max, I've seen a lot yesterday, but I just broke down five that I just figured I'd hold on to for this week, starting off with number one. Number one. The New Orleans Saints, right? Everybody all of a sudden is, oh, my God, oh, my God, the Saints, they're no good. Jameis Winston, this, that, and the other. First of all, let me break it all the way down to you. I'm not going to panic because they lose a football game to a rival in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by, I might add, also Max and Jason Williams. The guy was out there playing with fractures in his back at the quarterback position. I didn't even want to bring that up early on. 
I'm going to bring that up now. On top of him not having his star running back in Alvin Kamara, who is on the sideline, doesn't help your offense at all when you're missing some pieces. So I look forward to the following weeks from here moving forward. What's next, Yates? Number two. Number two. Max, you said it. Everybody's for the most part saying it. The Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson, I think that price just went up on Lamar, probably be the first player in NFL history to get a billion-dollar contract. I know I would. If you look at what he did yesterday in that loss against the Miami Dolphins, it wasn't his fault. He gave them 300-plus yards. He was 21 of 28 pitching the football. And then on top of that, he gave you three monies. For those that don't know what monies are, touchdowns. I mean, he delivered the football in sync. But for whatever reason, they let him down in the end on the defensive side of the ball. But that price continues to go up for Lamar Jackson. He look at that. Look at that born. rollout right there. He oh, was born. But, but, Key, but, Key, in the fourth quarter, I would have liked to see him pull it out. In the fourth quarter. Well, he can't, you can't have him can't pull it out. You want him to pull it out every single week, Max? Come on now. I'm, I actually, I expect him to win the Super Bowl this year, so a lot of weeks, yeah, he's going to have to. By you the way. The dude, you want the dude to pull a rabbit? Yeah, There's more no questions doubt. about every their defense, Max, game. more so than Lamar. Jackson. Actually, more than the defense. To me, it's the running game. Other than Lamar, they can't get a yard. That's true, that too. No. What's next, Yates? Number three. The New York Giants. The New York Giants actually look like that they want to try to make this a nice race in the NFC East. They want to try to have a chance to really contend for a title. Are they really are they really doing this like that? They got the Cowboys next. You saw the Cowboys against Cooper Rush and what that looked like. Then they got the Bears and then obviously traveling to London to play the Packers. Uh, but I think that they got an opportunity. Let's see what the Philadelphia Eagles do tonight. We saw Washington. We saw the Cowboys. Let's see what the Eagles do tonight against the Minnesota Vikings. But for the Giant fans, it's something to smile about. You're sitting at 2-0 and at this point in time with Joe Judge at court, at the head coaching, and, and you would be at 0-2. Yates. Number four. What's next, Yates? He played no, number four. Yeah. Did he say four? Yeah, he did. He did. Another so, one. Number four. <laughs> are y'all still panicking about the Green Bay Packers? Is Aaron Rodgers and his receivers not doing anything? I mean – it, 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 it doesn't matter who they beat. It matters what they look like when they beat them. And they look like a team that's ready to make a run, and not only in the conference, but not only in division, but also in the conference. They did things right. They got the football to Aaron Jones, rushed for about a buck 30 and some change. Aaron Rodgers delivered the football at times in sync to some receivers that a lot of people was worried about. They got the ball in Sammy Watkins' hands. I'm just saying, it's only week two of the NFL season after week one. Everybody was giving the division to the Detroit Lions. What's next, Yates? Number five. Number five, Max's favorite pick to win the Super Bowl and win it all, along with Jay, is the Cincinnati Bengals. Lies. The Cincinnati no, Bengals for other people. are Lies. not Never the picked team. them to win the Super Bowl. Exactly. They're, they're not the team that they were a year ago. And, I, and this is what I mean by that. Yes, they're giving up the same sacks every single week. But when they gave up those sacks last year, they still won those games. They figured out how to win the games. For whatever reason, I think the Bengals, Bengals are starting to bingle again. No matter what the talent looks like, they just look like a team that reminds me of the old Cincinnati Bengals that had a good quarterback in Carson Palmer, a decent quarterback in Andy Dalton. But for whatever reason, 
They made one made some noise one year and no more noise after that. And I think you're looking at that happening to the Cincinnati Bengals thus far. You look at the completion percentage on Joe Burrow through the first two games, 64%. Touchdown interception rate, 3-4. to four. Sacks 13 times. And if QBR means anything to you, Max, it's a 45. That's not good. That's five under average. So, yeah. there you go. Uh, Key, one one statement around the Saints, though, because I I did know that yesterday uh, Jameis Winston had fractures in his back uh, before the game. But do fractures typically in the back get better as the NFL grind season continues, or do they get worse? I'm not a doctor. I've never had fractures in my back. I couldn't tell you. Probability will probably be they get a little bit worse. I would guess playing tackle tackle football is not good for back. I'm guessing tackle football is not good for fractures. Yeah, I don't think think that he's going to be – Better, I think they'll know how to handle it. I think they'll know how to approach it to try to make it better. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. It certainly doesn't sound good. Yeah. But you for know, a guy Keith? to be out there and playing, I would I would uh, attribute some of the, the turnovers and some of the issues that they had on the offensive side, and particularly him, is because of the back injury. Even to the fact where he had a chance to run for a first down, yep, didn't and do he it. decided not to and got sacked from behind and fumbled. So I, I understand. I get it. It's it's content. It's it's oh it's sexy. Week to week it's now. Ryan Fitzpatrick getting ready negative. to come back out of retirement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan well, Fitzpatrick getting ready to make some more money. Nah, I don't think I mean, so. I think, talent, James, I think Jameis will be okay. The talent is off the charts. I mean the whole team and when Alvin Kamara comes back it's even different. Yeah. But that, like we said before, having time off even under Sean Payton and now coming back under Dennis Allen the amount of pressure on Jameis Winston this year is monumental. And regardless of how they look squeaking by the Falcons in game one, it just didn't one feel thing, right. One thing that Key has said that makes a lot of sense to me about the Saints, though, because sometimes you have to look at the details like this. A th- receiver like his nephew, like Michael Thomas, is kind of ideally suited for a qu- as the season goes on. They get used to each other. For a quarterback like Jameis, because Jameis can air it out down the field, and with Michael Thomas, really, you just got to get it in his catch radius. He called one. He called one yesterday. It was nasty. Yeah, it was so, nasty. Yeah, but it that, it's not even about. It's not even about my nephew. It's about the quarterback. It's about the quarterback being able to do things in sync. He missed Chris Olave at least three times. Okay, he hit him on the deep one late in the game, right. and then Chris Olave fumbled, stumbled, and then fumbled when the ground when when he hit the ground. Those little things can all be fixed. You know, it's just can can Jameis stay healthy? I know he threw the three interceptions and the caller called in and Jay was all giddy and happy about it and the guy mentioned crab legs and all those sort of things. Can they fix those issues from yesterday? If they can fix those issues from yesterday, because the defense played well to me. Defense did what they were supposed to do, even though Lattimore got kicked out of the game for no reason as far as I'm concerned. I guess they don't like, you know, the, the, the NFL or whoever. Didn't how like dare you get shoved he, like that, Lattimore? I, get out. I dare, you, I dare you speak to Tom Brady that way. That's basically yeah, right. what you they You side-eyed Tom you know? Brady? You look at Tom wrong. Are you out of your damn mind? Hey, uh, speaking of the defense and speaking of Jameis, someone who played with Jameis on the Bucks defense had this to say after the game. Hey, man, when Jameis left our team, everybody know what he did that last year. And we feel like we had a great defense then. And, you know, he threw 30 picks. You know, and we just knew he will give us the ball. We knew the running backs so you know, cough it up. You know, and that's something we came in talking about. You know, we want 30 turnovers as a ball club ourselves. So this just was another game to go attack the ball. That's Devin White, 
Bucks linebacker, excellent linebacker, post game with Aaron Andrews. Uh, uh, key, he sounds salty to me, like a guy who is on a defense that's getting things done and looking at a quarterback, handing the ball to the other team, going, come on, man, we're working hard. You're being careless with the ball. That's what he sounded like to me. Yeah, it's, it's easy It's easy to, to go at Jameis now that he threw three interceptions. Every single week, Max, defensive coordinators and defensive staff, or so even head coaches talk to their team and they let them know, hey, this guy, not Jameis, but whatever quarterback is out there, it could be Derek Carr, it could be Russell Wilson, it could be uh, Brett Favre, whoever, they're going to say, Catch him when they throw him to you because he's giving you he's gonna give you some opportunities. That's just the reality of it. That that and it happened to pay off for Devin White yesterday. I, I wouldn't. I'm not putting too much into it. Um, his former teammate. He probably certainly felt the way. Who knows what that relationship was all about? But it's easy to it's easy to do this to him right now. That's so why easy. we love sports, so key. I mean, so you, you're you're allowed to have these kind of gripes about former teammates, and also like look. I don't think Lattimore deserved to kick out of the game, but you can make a case that that altercation that happened between Evans and Lattimore with Tom Brady, that sparked a different kind of team from the Bucks going down in the fourth quarter. Like, that created a different momentum for them that they carried out to win the game. They uh, made one play in the fourth quarter, Jay. Well, they they made him. great defensive plays it, that it actually the won one, the game. It was the one play. Key, the game, was three, to, the game was three to three when that fight happened. Yeah, but it was it three was to three. One, the momentum change in the defense stepped you up. Hear from they Mike got Evans? three picks. You want to hear what are you from, talking about? You want to hear from the culprit himself, Mike Evans, at the Bucks post game presser. Listen to Mike Evans on his scuffle with Lattimore. I mean, we're in New Orleans. You know, it gets spicy sometimes. Um, got a little heat in the scuffle. Glad nobody got hurt, and glad our guys responded. What is it about you and Marshawn that seems to always kind of come to a head? We're super games? competitive, but today he was just a little too emotional. Like. You don't throw punches at, at guys on the field. And I think he threw a punch at Lenny or, or he, and he pushed Tom or something like that. And I just can't let that happen to my teammates. So I just shoved him, and then it, it turned into a brawl. All right. There you go. Up eight. I, I want to see him see each other in the offseason, though. I don't care about this. I want to see him see each other when they What's gonna hanging out in, the off season, in Vegas Keith? or something. What's going to happen? Uh, you know, if it's all that spicy, they'll see each other in the offseason and handle it. So here's the thing. You said something interesting before. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. Say, play ESPN. We pop up on your smart speakers. We are on ESPN2. We are on ESPNU. Um, and we're on the ESPN app, by the way. If, if you click more on the right-hand corner of the app, the app's probably already on your phone. If not, download it. It takes five seconds. Click more on the right-hand corner of the app and scroll down to the lot to live radio. You up right-hand corner, more, live radio on the bottom. You scroll down. Bam, that's where you can find us, right there. Now, Key said We're all ESPN all over. That's right. But the <laughs> app, you can take us with you. See, a lot of times people get to work, and they want to keep listening. They're waiting in the driveway. They're waiting in the parking lot, and they're like, I don't want to miss it, but I don't want to be late to work. With the app, you take us right in with you in your ears, you know, AirPods, whatever. So, Key, you said something about the Bengals earlier. Mm-hmm. You said Bengals going to Bengal, right? There's some franchises that feel snake bit. The Browns over the weekend. up. Oh, Typical Browns. The Chargers, even with the mighty Chargers now, they still figure out a way to lose at the end of the game, right? Well, you mentioned the Bengals bengaling. I will point out that these two games, and they lost both, were close. As many mistakes as the Bengals made, they could have easily won yeah. both games. And I do it. They this win is, those a year ago. They do, but I anticipate that Joe Burrow's going to start winning those games. If they yeah. keep it close, he's not going to keep coming up on the wrong side of the ledger. <laughs> Not Joe Burrow. A, he wore okay. a mink coat with hey, a chain. Max, it's okay, man. 
It's okay. Joe Burrow, you know, he's 13 sacks, you know, 64% completion percentage. He'll be fine. It's the league, man. The league, they're not just going to let you. What do you think these defensive coordinators do, man? They just sit up at night and talk to each other? No. Joe Burrow's going to light some plan. teams up coming up. As we, as we said before, the guys, two games into the regular season. Yeah. Two games, right? Yeah, yeah two so, games into so, the regular season, but they own two, not Okay, one so let's talk about why, though, because that whole revamped O-line that they supposedly had, getting Lael Collins, you know, getting Alex Kappa, like, you know, even getting Cordell Volson, who they drafted, right? It takes a while for an O-line to work together. No doubt. So, by the way, Joe Burrow was sacked 51 times last year. He's on pace to being sacked 111 times this year, thus far, within two games. So you talk about that matchup with Michael Parsons, he absolutely destroyed Lael Collins. He destroyed him. Like, so when you're getting that amount of pressure, once again, not making excuses for Joe Burrow, but, I mean, it's, take it's, Parsons it's going back to the, what they had last year. Same problems. Take Parsons off the field. And, Key, I know you are slow to praise guys in the beginning of their careers. You want to see him do it again and again. But to my eye, I think Parsons is the second-best defensive player in football today. Yeah, but, but a guy like, like behind Parsons, Aaron Donald. he doesn't need to do it over and over again. You could clearly see okay. that so, he's a playmaker in the National Football League, and he's going to be around – for a very long time. He's right, so, not- Key, that's my point. He, when you have one of the best defensive players in the game by himself creating 10 pressures, as Jay said, out of 15, well, take Parsons out, replace him with a normal dude. Now it's a whole different game. The but reason that's not, that's not reality, though. Uh, no, no, I get it. I'm saying, but he's not going to be facing Parsons every week. Oh, no, everybody has a Parsons on their team. No, not Parsons. What, what that's do you what think, I'm saying, not Parsons. What do you think T.J. Watt is? He's you not Parsons. T. Nope. But, oh, so you don't think T.J. Watt? Is as good as Parsons? No, I don't. I, okay, I just I, I don't. Hey, man, that's on you. I, I think, think TJ Watt's a great player. I think but. I think there's a lot of people in the National Football League mm-hmm. that would argue against that. You're talking about a guy in the division, in your division, in TJ Watt. You don't think Miles Garrett is going to create I think Miles, havoc? I, th- I love Miles Garrett. It's a different position, but if you no, if I had not, to it's take the same, it's a edge rusher. Okay, if I had to take Garrett or or Parsons, I'm taking Parsons. You can do more with Parsons yeah. in terms of putting him in different spots. But in terms of harassing a quarterback, okay. them dudes is harassed. Every team no. has one or two of those. But you're not going to get ten pressures from the one guy usually. And not every team does. A, lot, a handful of teams do. Right? You could put anything on a bell curve. By definition, only a few people are going to be elite. Key, when you were in your prime, did every team have a Keyshawn Johnson? No. A lot of teams had a number one receiver, but not everyone had a receiver on a certain Yeah, but even those number one receivers were still good, though. Of course, I get it. And when you got Miles Garrett chasing you from behind and pushing you to to Davion Clowney, I mean, like, come on, man. I I get it. You like Joe Burrow. We like the meat coat. (laughs) Maybe he'll get a different one and wear it to the game next week in a bigger chain or something. I understand. I get it. All right. He was the flavor of the month. I understand it. No, no, no. But it's different. Not, the, not of the fine. month. Not of the month. There's some going to be some months coming up for Joe Burrow. That, okay, but we will see. Look, here's Zach Taylor on whether he's concerned with the disjointed offense as key is. No, because people are going to look back at two games last year and say something very similar. You know, and, and uh, so these, these reactions always happen when you lose a game. It's a long season. That's what we tell our players. We're just going to take ownership in these losses and continue to get better. Um, you know, we, we know that we have a good football team. We've shot ourselves in the foot a little bit early on here in two games. Uh, long season yet to go, and, and our guys are going to continue to improve and play better and, and get some wins. There's no question it's a long season. There's no question that it's only two games. The problem that you have those two games a year ago, you found a way to win. You found a way to win those games. You haven't found a way to win these. Yeah, you made it interesting in the end, but you came away with losses. And if you keep 
playing a certain way and keep making things interesting in the end and then come away with losses and you start stacking these losses up before you know it, you'll have seven, eight losses and talking about, damn, we getting ready for 2023. Just remember last year when they lost at Chicago and there was similar kind of like, oh, they lost to the Bears and this game isn't right, a lot of issues. It takes time for an O-line to gel. It takes time for any team to gel. I, I, there is something in me that has faith in Collins and Kappa and them to work through those issues because they have addressed it in free agency. And also, to like what Keith said earlier, the, you know, the real thing on an O-line is no weaknesses because there are only, by definition, five, six, eight, whatever it is, elite pass rushers, right? That's when you need the elite tackle. Otherwise, against most teams, as long as you're not really weak in any link of the line, you should be all right. You know, so that a lot comes from knowing each other, playing together, reps. And there's no, there's no, there's no uh, uh, replacement for time in the saddle, man. you got to have time in the saddle. Next up on the schedule, too, at Jets. So you're looking you guys, at a game. You Bengals at Jets, yeah. You want to take some calls? Yeah. People want to get Bengals in. Bengals at Jets. Didn't they just beat the Bengals last year? Ray in the Connecticut. Jets, the Jets beat the Bengals last year, I think. Ray in Connecticut has something to tell us, guys. Hey, good morning, guys. Are you there? What's up, Ray? What's up, man? Good morning. Are you there? Yeah. Yeah, we're here. Hey, my, my three favorite guys when I wake up in the morning. But I have to wonder, how do you feel about the Buccaneers winning? None of you picked them. And I thought if you had it to do over again, would you do it? Well, yeah, clearly. No, I'm not. <laughs> I ride with the Saints. I don't fl- I'm not a flipper. I mean, knowing what I know now, would I take the team that won? Nah. Yeah, if I could go back in time and be right, would I? Yes, the answer is yes to that question. Nah. No, Key still wants to. Key would do it all again. I mean, yeah, I'll take it all again because I'm not a flipper. Man. I'm not. I'm not one of them dudes that change my mind from day to day, week to week when I'm picking something. You know, you got to stay with it, Max. They remember that. They remember that right here, man. You know, one week you picking this team, the next week you picking that That's one. That's right. Oh, I like this one. Oh, I really didn't say <laughs> that. No, no, I'm staying right with the Saints. No, no, I'm changing based I'm on the evidence. Saints. Yeah, I'm. No, I, I'm still would have been with the Saints, but I would say as a gambler, though, it's okay to flip and pick different teams based upon what as. as Context and news comes in. You're allowed to change your opinion on things. No one else, I'm guys. Not, I'm not gambling. I'm picking. You guys. That's why I said you guys. The resident gambler. Yeah. You guys. Hey, that's my easy way out to say that Remember, I'm a originally. Gambler, I'm a I know you were going with do, the Bucks. You know why I want? But here's the thing, and this is the reason, the real reason I think the Bucks won. They were due to win. You can, if you play a team a million times, you're not going to lose every single time. You're going to win one, and this was the one they yeah, won. Yeah, of course, yeah. it was due to win. That's, that's it's true. Due yeah. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max speaking Vinny of the Bengals. Butcher. Could Justin Fields and the Bears actually be what the Bengals were before they turned the corner last season? Wow. That's right. We're going to have Benny the Butcher on later. That's right. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2.